0: In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. This sermon has a title, The Irony at the Heart of the World. The Eucharistic Prayer, in words you may have heard a thousand times, gives thanks to God above all else for what his Son accomplished upon the cross. All glory be to thee, Almighty God, for that thou of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross For our redemption, who made there a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world. The prayer then um, takes a step back to the night before Jesus' death, when Jesus instituted, with his special words spoken over the bread and the cup, a perpetual memory of the cross to be continued until he come again. All our thanks to God for everything is and must be centered on the cross. The cross is the center of our worship. The cross is why we come together week upon week. The cross is why we are here today. It's a wonderful thing, and in fact a miracle, that whenever we do the Eucharist, We are making Jesus' sacrifice. The Eucharist, however, is not a new sacrifice, nor a repeat of the sacrifice, but a memory, a perpetual memory of his one sacrifice, the sacrifice that was full, perfect, and sufficient. What Jesus accomplished on the cross is sufficient, for the entirety of God's purposes, which are no less than to offer salvation to the whole world. The Eucharist is not needed to bring about salvation. Saying Masses adds nothing to the salvation that has already been won. The perfect sacrifice has been made fully, perfectly, and completely, and it is enough For every sin, everywhere, every when. But at the same time, it is true to say that the Eucharist is a sacrifice. Because it is Jesus' sacrifice. That's what a memory is. The Greek word anamnesis means something like, by remembering, to make present. And this is the biblical notion of sacrifice. In this memorial, what was once done is made efficaciously present for us. The cross is the center, or if you will, the heart of the Eucharist. St. Paul today opens a window through which to behold the mystery of the cross. He writes this marvel- these marvelous words from the second half of the first chapter of his first letter to the Corinthians. The preaching of the cross is to them that are perishing foolishness, but unto us which are being saved, it is the power of God. If you want to see the cross, if you want to understand the word of the cross, you must understand why St. Paul calls it foolishness. It is not hard. Just Imagine, here is a bare man, impaled on a beam of wood, nails piercing the nerves of his wrists, another nail through his feet, languishing, hanging in the heat of exposure to the sun, and hanging not far above the ground. People walk by. Some of them know that it was claimed that this man was the son of God. But God has the power to make everything, which is to say, God can do anything. Is it not foolish to think that the son of God would be unable to get out of such pain, pain so bad that indeed it gives us the very word excruciating? Isn't that foolish? If thou be the son of God come down from the cross. Or think of the scene in the earlier hours of that same day. Seated in a chair of power, the governor, personal representative of the powerful international empire, looks at this bedraggled, beaten man and asks, art thou the king of the Jews? Could a real king be so poor so pitiful. Would a king with any power allow himself to come to such a grisly end? So it is folly, it is stupid, silly, foolish to believe that this man is God's son. Before the sun set on that fateful day, he was dead. His body was buried, his corpse, as we say, Achieved room temperature. But then there appeared a question mark upon this claim of foolishness. Early on the Sunday morning, some women were surprised by something they could not process. They found his tomb empty, or we should say almost empty. His gravecloths were there, but he, where was he? He was outside in the garden. He was later on the road to Emmaus. He was suddenly with the eleven when they were cowering behind closed doors. He was on the road to Damascus in the form of a light that blinded his persecutor, Saul. He was on a mountaintop. He was taken by his father to his right hand. The father has vindicated his son. That's resurrection. And that's why the word of the cross is for us who are being saved, the power of God. The word of the cross tells us that God's power is a hidden power. It was hidden in Jesus' weakness. And sometimes, God has chosen to hide it in our own weakness. What St. Paul is onto here, is the irony that God has placed in the center of the universe. Paul captures the irony at verses 25 and following. The foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world. God hath chosen the weak things of the world. God hath chosen base things and things which are despised. Paul means you and me. We are living exhibits of God's way of working through weakness. Does God work through foolish, weak, low, despised persons? Well, here we are. (laughs) Exhibit A. Christians have always seemed foolish in the eyes of the world. One point of this foolishness was noted by ancient Rome. Christians did not expose their children, that is, Abandon them to die if they were defective. I think this is a point of foolishness increasingly pertinent to the way of the world today. Christians have loved people even when they were in very bad shape, even when the world would say that it is better to leave such people to die. How foolish it was of God to identify himself with the sick, the imprisoned, the cast off. I was hungry and you fed me, Jesus says. Today, he could add, I thought I had no choice but to kill myself. But you came to me and gave me hope. Why feed? Why give hope to someone whose life is a burden, the calculus of the world in the first century, the 20th, and now in the 21st, is that there are lives not worth living. How foolish to resist that calculus. How foolish of God to say, there are no lives not worth living. How foolish of God to look down on us, on all of us, And love us nonetheless. And yet, in Rome, in Calcutta, ancient Rome, contemporary Calcutta, and elsewhere, all over, time and again, it is the despised class of society. The people reckoned as untouchable who are the first to grasp the word of the cross, the one full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction, the most foolish event of human history, lifts humankind to our true glory. The dead come to life. This is the ironic truth at the heart of the world, the word of the cross, And may it give to each one of us hope in every day that is to come. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.